Welcome back to another episode of The Daily Dose in Life Unedited. I am so happy you guys are here. So let's see. It is Saturday morning. It's December um, December 17th, actually. So we are one week out from Christmas Eve. We are one week and one day away from Christmas morning. And as most of you know, I am a single mother of two little humans and business owner. So I just had my last client of the the day get off my stretch table and her and I were talking and, you know, she's a client of mine from the fitness world years ago. And it was so amazing to see her this morning. But it was funny because as she was walking in and getting herself situated and taking off her shoes and getting ready for her stretch appointment, I had received a message from someone who I didn't know asking about getting a stretch appointment today and if I had any openings. So I had replied and I said, I have a one o'clock opening. And the person replied back and said, well, what about three o'clock? And it took everything in me because for almost 40 years, I've been ingrained to say yes, right? And now I made this promise to myself. I've been working on it for a couple of years now. And that as of my 40th birthday, like there was no more like trying. It was just going to be a new leaf. And so I replied and I said, no, I don't have a three o'clock appointment today. And it was interesting. So I, you know, had walked away from my phone and I started telling my client on the table, let's call her Alice just to give her a name. And I started telling her about this message and the fact that I struggle with the guilt because here I am and I said, no, I I can't take you at three o'clock. And yet I don't actually have an appointment. I do have a list of things that I need to do. Three o'clock is usually the time my kids come home from their father's house. I try very hard on Saturdays to be home around 3 or 3.30. I do have several errands I still need to run. And I do have a list of things I need to get done for the business. And yet I'm feeling guilty because I don't actually have someone else on my table at that time. So I could jump through hoops. And I could move some things around. But I don't want to. It is the last Saturday before Christmas. It is snowing and there is a Bills game. I got things to do. And I feel like this is so common, especially for women. So as we're saying this and and Alice is like, you know, you don't need to justify it. You don't need to tell anybody. You don't deserve. It's a week before Christmas. To think that your schedule is not full is insensitive or I'm trying to think of what the word would be, right? Like it's 
there's a judgment to just assume that somebody has all of these openings in their schedule. And the reason, the reality is my three o'clock is open by design, right? And that's okay. That's why I own my own business. I own my own business so I can set my own hours. It's taken me five years to catch on to that fact, but that's the reality. So I stretch Alice. We have a fantastic conversation. You know, it was so good to catch up with her. And she's been struggling with some some muscle pain that then radiates. So it radiates from her neck and it causes headaches. And she's really, she's been suffering with this for a while. And so as she was leaving and I said, I'm going to check in with you tomorrow because I want to know, you know, how you're feeling, if this is alleviated, how long it lasts, um, all of those things. And she said, oh, that sounds great. She's like, you know, and I said, well, have you tried massage? And she was like, yeah, I have. She's like, but you know, my last experience in massage was not good. And I was like, oh. And she's like, the the massage therapist must have had a nail, a fingernail that needed to be trimmed. And it, she's like, it hurts so bad through the entire massage. And I didn't say anything. And she's like, so I couldn't enjoy it. I was more tense than not. And... It was a 90-minute massage, and I spent a lot of money on it. And she's like, I went home, and I was telling my mom, and she said, well, it's your fault. You should have said something. She's like, so then I just felt even worse, and now I'm, like, paranoid to get another massage. And I could so relate. I could so relate because how many times in my life Was there a problem? Was there something I was paying for? And yet, I didn't speak up. There were so many, so many times. And it it blows my mind because we allow ourselves as women to be put in situations where we are going to pay for a service that we are not happy with. How many bad haircuts have I had? The amount of things I have walked away from and been completely disappointed and gone somewhere else to spend more money to try to make up for it because I didn't want to hurt someone's feelings by saying, you know what, could you actually take a little bit more off, you know, or this, it doesn't look even to me or insist and I'm I'm going back to haircuts here because this has happened until I found my new person and I told tell her all the time I have never in my life had I never returned to the same salon ever ever because I never had anyone blow me away with their haircut and until I found Abby um and the amount of times I would go and get my haircut and they would part my hair in the middle and tell me that that would help it lay nice and then it wouldn't matter how I parted it, this and that. And that's all good and well, but I have an extremely definitive part with a colic. And I would I would allow them to do that knowing that when it gets parted on its normal side, 
I'm going to have several pieces that look shorter than the rest. And so those are things I feel like we have to grow into ourselves in order to speak up for that. And there was a book I was reading, and this was the book that actually really started, it really started changing things for me. It's called The Worthy Project by Meadow Deaver. And it is so fantastic. And there was a part in the book where she was talking about being at the grocery store and the cashier was bagging her groceries and she was with her friend and the paper bag that they were bagging into had ripped. And the cashier had seen it and she had seen it and her friend had seen it and the cashier was choosing to let it go. And her friend said, excuse me, can you please use a different bag? That bag is ripped. And she had talked about how at that moment, after they left the store, she had said to her friend, I can't believe you did that. I would have never done that. I would have taken the ripped bag and my groceries would have spilled in the car or ripped or fell out in the driveway. I would have never asked for another bag. And her friend said, but you're, that's part of what you're paying for. You're paying for the service of having your groceries bagged. And the reasonable expect, expectation is that they will be bagged into a bag that is not defective. So it shouldn't make anyone feel bad to ask for a new bag. And that doesn't mean you're being a bitch because you asked for a new bag. And I sat there and I was like, wow. I would have let those I would have I would have taken the rip bag too. Because somewhere in the past, I don't know, 10 plus years, um I lost all confidence that I was worth a paper bag that wasn't ripped. I would absorb the inconvenience and the frustration so that I did not inconvenience or frustrate anyone else. And I did this on so many levels, right? As a people pleaser, as so many things. And yet, each and every time we do that, we chip away another piece of ourselves. We chip away another piece of our our worthiness and our authenticity. And what a shame that is. What a shame that we think we are not worthy of a bag that hasn't ripped. That's, that's awful. And once I started kind of putting that together, like things started changing for me. And so I looked at Alice this morning as she was saying this and I'm like, you know, So she's like, so my mom just made me feel bad because it was my own fault. So she made me feel like I was dumb. And I sat here and took the quote-unquote abuse because I didn't want to make her feel uncomfortable or feel bad. So I felt uncomfortable. And I wasted my money. And I'm like, we've all been there and we have all 
done it and it's something that we are teaching our girls over and over and over again. And we are reinforcing. And we need to stop. We need to stop reinforcing that. We need to begin giving them the courage and giving them the strength to say, I don't deserve to, to shoulder this burden. I deserve to feel just as comfortable as you. So today, I want to take a second and I want to celebrate every single one of you who has recently stood up for your boundaries and who has done so especially without justification. And if you're sitting here and you're thinking, that's not me. Damn it. I want to be celebrated. I want to tell you it can be you because it wasn't me either. It wasn't me until I realized that I was putting my entire life on the back burner because I didn't want to make someone else uncomfortable. It wasn't me until I finally decided that I am worthy and I deserve the life that I want, that my money has value too. And I work really freaking hard for my money. And so it shouldn't be wasted on experiences that are not joyful. So if that's you today, if you're like, man, it's not, I don't get to celebrate me. I want to encourage you to find something, anything to speak up about. Anything. Start small. Also start with a stranger. It's way easier than like starting with your immediate family. Start with a stranger. Start with someone in the grocery store who bumps into you with their cart and you do not apologize. Do you want to know why this is important? Because as a rule, it's not something men struggle with. And who rules the world? Men. So long as we keep eating the discomfort, we will never change the game. And I want to change the game. I want to change the game for me. And I want to change the game for you. All right. So pay attention today. Pay attention to what you're apologizing for. Pay attention to where the guilt is coming from. And then pick one thing and be like, no, I'm not apologizing for this anymore. No, I am not going to stay late at work and sacrifice my time with my kids. And I don't need a reason for that. All right. You can do this because we can do hard things. 
And I, I know that you can. So go out and try it. And then like come back here and leave me a note, a conversation, a something and tell me how it went for you or what you did. How did you stand up for you today? And on that note, I want you to go out and do something good today. And also, I'm going to end this by saying go Bills because there is a Bills game tonight at 8 o'clock. So it is snowing like crazy and there's nothing better than watching a football game in the snow, especially when you're warm inside. All right? Go on, guys. Have a fantastic Saturday. And I will I will touch base with you on Monday. Mwah.